Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Zone, the podcast where we talk all about MLW and the news notes from around it. Hello, everybody. I'm Declan, or Mallard's Y, um, and uh, today we have on uh, Ryan Kelly, um, the uh, 2018 World Series champion, um, Atlantic Astro, and Western Wildcat. Um, Ryan, how you doing? Good, Declan. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, so uh, I wanted to get into the first topic, and uh, that was um, how you basically... Um, got back into the league in 2018. Um, obviously, Kyle talked a little bit about it in uh, Return to Prominence, um, you know, how he assembled Zach, but he didn't really talk how, you know, you got back into the league uh, in 2018. Yeah, so obviously when I was in the league in, in 2015, it was, like, very, very different. I think there's only four teams. Um, there was, like, the original ones, so the Wildcats and the Eagles and then the other kind of teams that had sprinkled in. Uh, and it was very different then. I think they were just kind of looking for other people to play. Back then, I actually had played baseball, so it kind of made sense. And, uh, I, I mean, obviously, the league was just in a completely different place back then. But, uh, so, yeah, I kind of had zoned out the couple years after that. But I do know that the Wildcats had uh, had a couple down years after that, at least in 2017. And I know Kyle wanted to go through and kind of uh, restructure what the team looked like. So, um, you know, I had been friends with Kyle for a while. Went to the same school growing up, same high school, all that. Played played basketball and baseball with him in high school. Um, and he just reached out to me and asked if I wanted to play. Brought up this uh, this other kid, Zach, that he knew that thought would be a good addition as well. Um, I don't know at the time exactly what he thought my role would be. I think he might might have expected me to be a bit more of a hitter like I was in uh, in my first year in the league. But, yeah, I mean, when especially at the time when the league was growing, I think that was the first year at the uh, at the Meadows, so we knew big things were coming. Um, and if you have the opportunity to be a part of something like that, you definitely don't turn it down, so... Yeah, and obviously, uh, whenever you take the chance to get on Kyle Schultz's team, that's uh, awesome, too. Um, and honestly, your 2018 was pretty underrated. I mean, um, you know, you played in, I think, nine games. Um, you played, you made your debut against the Eagles, um, and uh, you also were part of that uh, World Series championship team with Kyle and Zach. Um, and one question that I wanted to ask you about was the 2018 crazy catch by Zach. Um, so what was your initial thought when, you know, Noah hit that ball sky high? Like, what were you thinking? So, uh, a, a bit of a funny backstory is that tensions were actually kind of high in that game. Uh, cause you know, obviously the, uh, the Mallards are very competitive. They, you know, during the season, they're actually one of the few teams I would go and like, like practice. Um, I remember they go and have like early morning practices to get ready for it and all that. Um, and they've been there before and, you know, Noah feisty kid. Um, he doesn't like to lose. Um, and at that point also game two, we had one game one. It was very close. I think that was the game that went to like six innings. Uh, so, you know, tensions were high. It was still a very close series at that point. Um, so what, I mean, when he caught it, obviously no one's, no one's expectation was that it would have gotten up that far. I mean, this year with like Drew Davis's catches, we, we thought it would be a possibility because we'd been there before. Um, but then it was like a completely uh, a completely new territory for us. It would, it would just completely unprecedented for us to be on something like Sports Center. So didn't consider that much. But at, I mean, at the time, they ended up winning that game in a bit of a blowout. But at the time, it was you know to keep us in the game. Uh, I think first inning of that game was when when uh, someone hit a shot in Steve's leg and got an out. So we'd already had a couple lucky breaks that game. So it was a uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely crazy. Unfortunately, it didn't really lead to much else in the rest of the game. But you know, I, it's, even if it's the one game in the series we lost, and we can say we were on Sports Center for it, uh, definitely, definitely worth it. 
Yeah, uh, I know. So I was on the bus, actually. Uh, I want to kind of share my story. So um, I was in sixth grade. Uh, this was, I think, like just at the beginning of the school year for most people uh, in August. So when the video released, it dropped um, pretty much around the time um, school started back up. So it actually released as soon as I got out of school. So I was watching it um, on the bus, and the funniest part was when Zach caught that ball because um, I actually remember like freaking out and like I try I obviously like didn't start like screaming on the bus, um, but it was pretty funny. Like uh, I was like so like flipped out by it like. That that catch was absolutely amazing. And like Zach talks about how his route was terrible, and like how we caught that ball was also pretty bad. Like um, he's like running like from right to left, and then finally jumps up and catches the ball. I mean that that play got on Sports Center for a reason. So it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I think the funniest part is just how like out of sorts he was. He's just running in circles, and then somehow like gathers his bearings to jump up and catches it. Uh, there was, I think there was another time in the series where, where Tommy had a home run and he kind of like awkwardly hops off one leg. So it's, it's kind of funny because like obviously he's a very good athlete, but he sometimes got himself into like funny positions where he didn't seem like he was in the best position to make a play, but then he did something like that. So, but yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely something else. Yeah, and um, you've been uh, actually, uh, so you've been probably like one of the best walk guys in all of MLW the past few years. Um, and, um, you know, 2018, that was a big success because I can remember countless times where there was pretty big, um, spots, like, for example, Zach's walk-off in game three, um, you got a couple walks and it loaded them up and then, um, Zach got, Zach got the opportunity to, uh, hit the walk-off single in game three. So, um, that was pretty, uh, crazy, um, like your contribute, your contribution to, uh, the Cats and, Obviously, uh, your flip to Kyle to end the uh, 2018 World Series as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it's like, especially as, as a guy coming in who hadn't played baseball in a while, it's uh, kind of getting to that like hand-eye coordination and uh, just hitting some of the pitches some of the guys in this league can throw. Uh, you start to like sit down. And, you know, obviously, it'd be more glamorous to be the guy who's out here hitting bombs every other plate appearance, but uh, you got to kind of think more realistically. These are like very hard pitches to hit. Uh, but also a lot of times the pitchers struggle with control. So, you know, I'll swing when I can or I'll swing when I know a guy is like crash is going to be pounding the zone consistently. But, uh, you know, you got to just kind of weigh like risk reward. If I'm just going to like wait for the right pitch and not swing at things, I think you're going to be balls. It's going to end up working out in the long run. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of we talk about just like playing roles. You know, Kyle would do his thing. Uh, if I can get on base and like get Kyle up for another plate appearance or get another run across the board when he gets a big hit, uh, it, it seemed to work out pretty well. Yeah, and, you know, uh, obviously um, Kyle led off Game 3 with a home run, but the Mallards also bounced back. Uh, I Honestly, I think uh, the biggest, like, in my opinion, that game, that series was, like, one of the best World Series we've ever seen. Um, you know, you guys obviously took uh, the second day um, pretty easily, you know, Games 3 and 4, but... The Mallards put up some runs for sure, and uh, it was definitely a great series to watch. Like, um, now I'm thinking back to it for sure. Yeah, plus you with the whole like the whole storyline of like the two original founders of Tommy and Kyle playing against each other on different teams. You know, Wildcats new look, Mallards coming off a World Series championship the last year. Uh, it's almost a shame it didn't go to five games because I think it was uh, it was definitely up there with some of the best World Series that we had. So. 
you know, really exciting. Yeah, I do really, really like what you talk about in Return to Prominence. You knew how, uh, how difficult it was to, um, finish off the Mallards because I like how you talked about how, uh, if you, if you thought, I mean, if the Mallards, uh, win game four, you think that they possibly, probably would have won game, game five. Yeah, I mean, the momentum's huge, um, and that's why, I mean, I, I thought we would be the better team, but coming off the end of day one when they had that, you know, we won game one really close, but game two they kind of came in and smacked us around. Uh, and something you see in the league with guys who have been here for a while, uh, and this was very, very evident this year when we played the Predators with Kyle hitting off of Ryan. Um, when you've gone up against someone a certain amount of times, like you really learn how to figure them out. Um, so a lot of the veterans in the league know how to hit each other. Noah and Kyle, for example. And they were really hitting Kyle well in game two. So coming after that, we kind of thought, like, if we lose the next game, they're just going to kind of continue that momentum into the uh, into the deciding game. So, you know, two big games for sure. And I, I'm just kind of glad that, you know, we got our bats going before they got theirs. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's definitely for sure. Um, and uh, obviously 2019 was not the year that you guys wanted to have. You guys lost a ton of close games, um, you know, uh, you actually hit like two or three home runs, probably, um, at least in my opinion, probably like your best uh, season since you returned um, in 2018 out of your three seasons. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, I mean, nothing to hit on, nothing, you know, to take away from Zach, but uh, he wasn't, I think he missed like two series or something like that. Um, you guys did have to bring in Josh Lucier. He was a pretty good sub too, um, but... Is there anything you want to say, like, 2019, was it just not your year? Yeah, I mean, what's interesting about that is, uh, if you look at it, I, Kyle really had a bit of a down year. Um, you know, his down year is still better than, like, 99% of the players in the league, but um, it kind of goes to show that when he's on, like he is this year, 2018, like, he can, you know, win a World Series almost by himself. Um, but, you know, that, we didn't have as much timely hitting, so in past position, we wouldn't be able to get some guys on. We could put them across, but we couldn't do that. Uh, and we also kind of got screwed a little bit with the scheduling. We didn't play the Diamondbacks. We didn't play the Gators. Um, you know, obviously, a Gators a G- series against the Gators is basically three free wins. Yeah. Um, you know, we won some games that we, we needed to, but uh, at the end of the day, if I look at that year, I think the Predators were just impossible to overcome. You know, they, they smacked us all the games we played against them, uh, and they, you know, mowed through the playoffs as well. So it was definitely just their year, and, you know, can't win them all. But I think it made it a little bit more exciting for us when we could actually beat them this year because we knew they were the real deal. Yeah, the Preds definitely had a great year in 2019. Um, I think, you know, uh, you guys didn't have, like, a lot of bad series. Um, you lost to the Eagles on a walk-off, um, I think, one of those games. And if you if you guys actually held the lead that game, you guys would have uh, um, actually won a second game, and you guys would be in the playoffs. So um, I think the reason why Drew Davis didn't – I mean – when you rewatch the games of the Magic versus the Cobras in the regular season, I think Drew just knew that he didn't want to face Kyle. I think it was simple as that. I think he just lost those few couple games because he didn't want to face Kyle. I mean, it's a good strategy for sure. You know, I can't blame him. You get a kind of scenario where you have, uh, you know, like the Eagles versus the, uh, the football team this last couple weeks. You know, if you get to that point, like, you know, the better team might kind of get screwed. But I, we had our chances. Uh, not only the, the – uh, the Eagles series, which was, you know, really close. I remember, I think we just had a couple of errors and like a key, key moment that kind of screwed us over, but also the, uh, the Cobra series when we actually played the Cobras, I think, I think it was the game, game three 
and it went to like seven innings or something, six or seven innings. It was a super long game. Kyle was getting tired, and at that point, it was just kind of like, yeah, this game's not going to matter in the long run. Of course, it did matter in the long run, and that would have been the deciding factor whether or not we would have made the playoffs. But, you know, the playoffs are nice, but at the end of the day, I still don't think anyone would have been touching the Preds in the playoffs. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. We came back this year. Yeah, and I've brought this up a couple times, but I think I'm, I, I'm thinking that the Mallards are exactly like the 2019 Wildcats. Like, you guys lost a lot of close games, and the Mallards lost a lot of, lost a lot of close game with the Gators, D-backs, um, one with the Magic. Um, it, it's just kind of um, going back to like what happened with the Wildcats in 2019, in my opinion, at least. Um, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and like losing a couple close games to the Gators, too. Um, so obviously 2020 was a different look. Um, obviously, um, you got Nick Saylor in there, um, and, uh, Zach and Michael weren't as, you know, they weren't there as, as, you know, as common. So you, Kyle and Saylor kind of, kind of had to, uh, carry the team on your backs, just the three of you. Um, and coming to that, to the field for the first, uh, series against the Gators, you know, what was your first interaction with, like, Nick Saylor, and, like, um, how did you guys kind of gel throughout the season? Oh, Nick's, Nick's a really good guy. Uh, he's really easy to get along with. He came up to me right away and introduced himself, talked a little bit, you know, talked about, like, Michigan football and all that. Um, you know, you tell right away, there's a very specific type of guy in this league, um, you know, because almost everyone has played baseball at some point. A lot of the guys are current college or high school baseball players. Um so Zach Pirac, for example, was a really, really good high school high school baseball player. He did play in college, um, and you could like tell like you know just his swing, like he knew what he was doing. But it doesn't entirely translate to wiffle ball unless you get to the certain point. So I wondered if it could be similar with Nick. And for you know a lot of the first series, it was like kind of took him a second to get used to hitting the balls. Kind of took him a second to get used to how the pitches would come in or how fast they or how fast they would appear. Um, so you know I didn't know exactly what to expect, but. You saw at the end of game one once he, he got his swing on something. You saw what happened. It's it's interesting, though, because some of the guys that actually played baseball with him had said that, like, without a doubt, he's, like, the best hitter they've ever played with in actual baseball. Um, but they'll also say he's not even, like, a power hitter. He's just a really good, you know, that's for average. Get on space, hits the gaps. Uh, so it was really interesting to see that translate to ball so well through seasons. He had a great season. Uh, you know, Silver Slugger, I, I think he should have been in contention for some other awards, too. But, but yeah, yeah, he had a good year. Yeah, and obviously, um, I do believe that he should have been most clutch. Um, you know, Chris Cheatham had, you know, a great uh, uh, season two, but when you look at it, he only had, um, you know, one walk-off home run, and Nick Saylor was hitting, like, a couple walk-offs um, against the D-backs, Gators, um, which actually, that's a good that's a good question. Uh, Nick Saylor actually had a walk-off home run against uh, the Gators after you guys were down by, like, one run. Um, and he just, like, th- this was his first game, too, and his first hit as well. So, like, I guess, like, how how did you react when Nick first hit that ball? Like, did you think it was out? Oh, I, I used one of those, one of those at-bats where, like, you just hear the sound, you already know it's gone, which is funny, because I think Saylor had more of those this year than anyone else I know, uh, just because of how hard he swings the bat. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, my, I think my reaction in the video says it all. Like, you're just fired up. We, uh, you know, you don't want to start the season with a loss. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was a really, really good swing. It also kind of the moment I realized that, like, he does understand how to translate it to wiffle ball. Like, he was going to be a you know, big power hitter. Like, you know, it was definitely an eye-opening moment. But it also showed that we'll have that kind of depth that 
you know, what might possibly get us over the hump this year as opposed to 2019. So, uh, great moment for sure. Yeah, um, and uh, obviously you guys lose that series 1-2, but uh, it's pr- it was a pretty close series, too, against the Gators, and uh, you guys, you know, that was the World Series champion at the end. Um, but, you know, I think... Uh, so the next series was you, Kyle, and Sailor again, and it's against the Magic. And honestly, this was not even close. I mean, you guys just crushed them. Um, you got uh, Kyle hitting bombs, Sailor hitting probably the farthest ball I've ever seen hit. Um, that thing was way up there. I think it hit the tree or something like that. Um, but like that was just uh, cruising. You guys went six and three um, at the uh, at the break, um, but. The D-back series was probably um, like the best moment for you guys because obviously you had your whole roster. Um, and was this like your first time meeting Michael Aguilar? Yeah, so I, I had never met him before considering we hadn't played the D-backs the year before that. Um, but I, I mean, I didn't really know what the dynamic of the team would be considering we had, you know, five guys pretty deep. Uh, but it was definitely good to get everyone together, you know. Everyone on the team is very easy to get along with. Which I think is the best part about the Wildcats. Even Michael, I hadn't met before. You know, we had some good conversations. But you know, same with Pirac. Pirac's a great guy. Uh, really easy to get along with. Fun to talk to. Uh, it was part of the part of the reason the team had been fun in years past is that we kind of had that, um, you know, that dynamic, especially out in the outfield. Uh, so it was good to kind of have all the guys together. Yeah. Um. And obviously, Nick has uh, gets a walk off dinger. Um. And. Uh, you you uh, say something. Uh, you say if this kid's not an all star, he was an all star, um, which obviously rightfully deserved. Um, and uh, the funniest part was probably Tommy Coughlin voice cracking the whole time uh, as yeah, he across the plate. Yeah, at this point you're just used to Tommy, so but it's it's always funny. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. He says something about like a dollar if voice crack or something. I, I it was it was pretty funny. Um, pretty rich. Yeah. Um, and your next series was arguably your best series of the year. Um, you faced the Cobras, and you had a two RBI double, I believe, to get your first hit of the year. And then I think you had like something like two doubles and like four RBIs that that uh, series. So were you just kind of more, um, I don't know, like disciplined at the plate at that time? Honestly, I think I was just trying to swing the bat a little bit more. Um, you know, at that point. It ended up being a bit of a blood of the series, but like at the time of the first game, like we didn't really know what to expect. The Cobras started the season really hot, so we kind of thought they'd be a bit of a challenge. Um, but yeah, that's about it. We, we had joked about our team. This is right around the Jordan documentary coming out, so we were joking about our dynamic of like me, Sailor, and uh, me, Sailor, and Kyle being, you know, Pippin, Jordan, and uh, whoever you want to throw in as a third person. So it was it was funny that we could actually get like the full three-person lineup kind of moving instead of just Kyle and Kyle and Nick carrying the load, even if it ended up being a bit of a blowout. Yeah, and I am a Chicago fan, so I, I see where you're coming from there with the Jordan and Pippen thing. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that that is, like, an accurate thing. Like, um, you know, Jordan and Pippen were really, uh, like, the two anchors. And then, uh, obviously, not to get off topic, but the Bulls were probably one of the best franchises in football history. Oh my God, I just said football. I, I mean basketball history. Um, and uh, obviously, your next series, all you got to do is just win one game against the Preds, um, and then you'd be ten and five, and you'd uh, win, or you've you'd have ten wins, and you'd win the AL. So full roster, 
Um, what what was your mindset going into that? Um, we felt pretty good, but also the Preds, you know, they had the exact same roster from the year before, so like we knew that they could beat us easily all three games. Um, nothing could be taken for granted there, but we also really wanted to avoid that ALDS. Um, you know, I, I think I think 2018. Remember the Cobras beat the uh, beat the Preds in that series, and it doesn't always seem like the best team will actually get out of that. And if you look at this year, even the Magic gave the Preds some trouble winning that first game. So we just wanted to get that first round by because then all we had to do was win two games and we'd be back in the World Series. Um, but, you know, I, first game was like 5-0 to zero, whatever it was, so that got put to rest pretty quickly. But it was also fun to get the entire the entire team back together. Yeah, so you guys, like you said, it was 5-0. to zero. It was kind of a blowout. Um, Sailor was hitting nukes um, and, uh, you know... Um, Unfortunately, you guys don't win, you know, another game that series after game one. But honestly, you probably would have won if Kyle actually pitched himself again. You guys had a seven-inning game, um, which was probably uh, the biggest, uh, most surprised game of the year because it was Cratch versus Sailor, and, like, Sailor took him that deep into a game, which is pretty crazy when you think about it because Cratch is, well, he, he won the Cy Young, so um, props to Sailor for sure. Yeah, I'm telling you, Sailor does not get enough props on the mound. I think his very first uh, very first appearance against the Gators in the first series, I think people thought he wasn't as good of a pitcher as he really was because, you know, it took a little time to get used to hitting the zone. But the, well, I think he pitched against, like, the Magic early in the year, too. But when we put him in there as, like, a number two, he would do his job and then some. Uh, especially, like, we didn't want to have Kyle go up against the Predators considering we knew we'd probably play him in the playoffs. Um, I mean, we were pretty interested, we surprised as is, that they came to fresh in considering... You know, the wins didn't really mean anything at that point, and then also we'd be seeing him again. So uh, it was also a little, uh, you know, good news that Sailor was hitting him so well in that series. We thought it was good news for the future. Obviously, that didn't happen to matter that much, considering that his hand was kind of messed up. But, um, you know, at the time, it was a bright spot. Yeah, and you're talking about that. Um, so, obviously, uh, your next series is your first postseason appearance since 2018, um, and it's against the Preds, people who gave you trouble um, the last few times, uh, and you talked about the injuries. Kyle was complaining about his back. Um, uh, it was probably just back soreness as usual um, with anyone. Uh, and then, obviously, Sailor had, like, a blister on his finger or something like that, I think. Yeah, he had, it was, uh, I know there was, like, a, a nerve issue as well. Like, I, I don't know exactly the extent of it. I think it happened at one of the tournaments they held. Um, and I think that's also why Kyle was a bit sore as well. Something the weekend prior to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't even originally going to be there. I had been out of town the, uh, like the week leading up to that. And we were originally going to roll someone else cause I wasn't going to be there. And then, you know, uh, I think it was whoever it was Aguilar or Purat couldn't be there. So Kyle had to reschedule to like a day later when I would be there. So I didn't expect to be, to be there for that series. And it kind of came together at the last second. Um, it wasn't looking great considering the, the injuries we had, especially with Sailor cause we need that other bat to be able to touch crash. Yeah, and I did not know that you wouldn't be there. I, I Kyle did mention something about you coming off vacation, but I mean, uh, obviously Zach and Aguilar couldn't be there, so um, you guys kind of had to reschedule it. Um, but the first game did not go your way for sure. Um, Kyle gave up a couple home runs. Uh, I think it was like five nothing uh, Preds. Um, how are you feeling uh, after that? Considering the Preds know how to get it done in the postseason considering last year they uh won the world series i mean it was it was kind of like what i mentioned earlier against the mallards in 2018 where like the kids that have been in the league for a long enough they know how to hit each other 
so to us, it was kind of like, okay, well, we, we know Warda. I mean, Alec absolutely hammers Kyle every time they play, which is pretty funny. Um, but we knew they'd all be able to touch Kyle. Um, but the fact that it all came in such a short burst at the end of game one was a little worrying. Um, but, I mean, we were surprisingly optimistic throughout the whole thing. Like, all we had to do was win one, then win another. We'd done it before. Um, you know, Kyle was up, and as soon as game two started, when he hit that other shot, uh, we knew that we were still in it. So, um, you know, we were, we were optimistic throughout it all, but the game one definitely could have gone better. Yeah, and uh, obviously game two, um, pretty close game here. Uh, if Kyle walks in Russell, uh, then the Preds walk it off with a walk, and they're, uh, they're advancing to the uh, World Series for the second year in a row. Um, but luckily, Kyle got out of the jam, and with some, you know, heroics there, uh, you guys uh, won game two um, with Sailor getting some hits with that arm and Kyle hitting lefty, something, I mean, pretty crazy series for you guys, for sure. Yeah, it was something else. And Kyle, Kyle on the mound, especially after game one, like, uh, you know, being able to come back and get out of the— I mean, it seemed like every inning there was, like, two guys on base because he, he just can't get around the ball. Uh, so be able to kind of limit them to the damage that they already did was, uh, yeah, it was it was really impressive. Yeah, um, and uh, obviously, uh, probably the the hardest thing was probably hitting Cratch, but you did get a base hit off Cratch, um, which was I, I'm pretty sure you did. Um, it was like a probably like a opposite field or something, um, and uh, was it just like? Getting getting that base hit off Cratch, I, I I'm pretty sure you did, if my memory serves me correct. Um, but how were you feeling against Cratch that day? Because again, he he won the Cy Young. Yeah, it's funny. So yeah, it was a bit of like a fielder choice to right field. Um, but so Ryan is one of the few kids in the league that one understands my like mo, and then two can throw strikes consistently enough to avoid it. So he knows that if he's not going to throw strikes, I'm not going to swing. I'll get on. So basically what I'll just do is just pound the zone and make me hit it, which um, especially with like his slider when it comes from, from inside, looks like it's coming right at you, it's almost impossible to hit. So at that point, I just like my walk stick was not going to work. Either I was going to strike out swinging or I was going to strike out looking, um, strike out swinging, hopefully I get the bat on it a couple times. So uh, at that point, I had talked to Sailor and just kind of said like, look, Kyle's going to get on no matter what. So if, if you or I can get on, it's like basically a run at that point. So that's really what it came down to. Uh, just tried to swing the bat a bit more and, and work some walks if I could, and that you know, happened and worked out. So, yeah, I'm glad I could just contribute to some extent that game, um, considering just how they were working and you know the strategy was working pretty well. If Sailor and I weren't, trying, weren't going to get on, then he just used us for outs. So, yeah, um, and obviously, uh, you guys win the series. Um, you're going to the World Series for the second time uh, in the last three years. Um, and uh, you face the you're facing the Gators. How are you feeling uh, knowing that this team beat you in the regular season? Uh, we were really confident going in after that series. Before that, against the Preds, you know, I thought the Preds were the best team in the league. I still think you can make that argument. Um, so after we could beat them, we kind of thought we were on top of the world. Uh, it turns out Sailor's Sailor's hand wasn't like entirely back to normal, but we also thought he would be back fine again. So um, you know. We kind of figured that we'd be able to get to Georgie and, you know, put up enough runs to win each game and that Kyle would hold them relatively stagnant. For what it's worth, I also hadn't seen how they had done against the uh, the Preds and the Eagles. And we watched those series now. Like, they were just firing on all cylinders. Everyone was hitting. Cheatham was just going off every game. Uh, so I don't I don't know if I understood exactly how much momentum they had going into that series. But 
um, you know, we felt optimistic, and for for one game, it was pretty pretty. Uh, it, it definitely went our way. So. Yeah, you talked about one game going your way, and that was obviously game one, seven to one uh, final score, um, and uh, you guys were firing all, on all cylinders. Game two, you know, Cheatham just um, after Jorgensen got rocked, Cheatham went in there and. I mean, it was a pretty crazy game. Um, you know, the the Gators just got back on, and um, you know, uh, they win game three, and game four, um, the the game that everyone wants to talk about. Um, so Kyle and Sailor just get out with two quick outs off Cheatham, um, and you step up to the plate in the first inning. Uh, are you are you looking for any pitch in particular off Cheatham? Yeah, so I mentioned with Cratch, his, his big pitch is the slider, and Cheatham has a pretty good slider that'll come right at you and then dip and hit the inside. And for whatever reason, I always have the most trouble hitting those. Uh, so I was just kind of expecting him to come with something inside out again. Uh, just like Cratch, I, Cheatham also gets it. He gets that if he's not going to throw strikes to me, then I'm going to get on. Um, and he also has the command to actually throw those strikes consistently. So um, I knew that my old strategy was not going to work, and I had to swing the bat. Um, I wasn't really sure at the moment, but like being able to watch the video after, like you can tell the pitch doesn't move that much. So it's just kind of like an inside fastball, and I, I got around to it enough and just stayed fair. Yeah, that that ball was pretty destroyed. Um, and uh, the the best thing about like uh, whiff ball is like you can have that one moment um, uh, that like defies like all odds. Like honestly, that probably like wiped away what everybody like thought of you. Like as like um like not like the the hitter of the wildcats you just like stuck it to everybody there you bat flipped a little bit um and you rounded the bases uh and it was pretty funny because cheatham was like oh my god uh i think it was like the first and only home run he surrendered um actually he surrendered one to sealer but how are you feeling as you rounded the bases uh just like hyped up you know at, at that point that kept us alive we were still in it we just had to get through that game win one more and we'd won the world series and, you know anytime after not hitting the the day before that and i think part of the reason i wanted to swing so bad is just kind of frustrated how the day before that went like you know that, not like our team was hitting well in general but there's a couple key appearances that a hit would have really changed the tide um but i, I was a bit surprised too even i wish i would have backflip more to be honest but the first like two seconds after i hit the ball i wasn't sure you know, did that really just happen? Is that fair? I thought it was foul at first, and, and then Kyle yells fair, so I just figured I'd go with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely a bright spot for sure, but unfortunately couldn't come out with a win. Yeah, um, you know, Cheatham hits that walk-off home run. You and Sailor uh, crash the fence. Um, you know, it it was a close series um, by all odds. I know the Gators, um, after losing game one, kind of bounced back, but Every game was extremely close. The final for game four was two to one Gators. Uh, game three, I think, was like one to nothing Gators, and um, you guys like stranded a couple people. Um, and I think, like, if the dice go like a separate way, um, or you know, they roll correctly, um, you guys, I think, come out on top, and you have another World Series in your hands for sure. Yeah, I mean. Many people are saying, maybe not me, that uh, someone's foot was off the bag when I slid into third on what ended up being the uh, the deciding, I guess, deciding lack of a run there. 
Um, so, you know, very close. It's always close. It's hard to kind of make those calls on the field as is. Um, but, you know, it happens. They're a good team. I definitely outplayed us in the World Series. So, at least it provided some good entertainment. Yeah, um, I, I definitely enjoyed the World Series um, as well. Um, I think you guys played your hearts out. Um, it was a little disappointing for Wildcats Nation, I, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Kelly, uh, thank you so much for coming on and talking about your uh, your worth ball career here. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, everybody. Uh, that'll wrap it up, and uh, I will catch you guys later.